Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one here, Liverpool versus Leicester in the Premier League. Yes, um, finally, Premier League action. Um, we've had to wait a really long time, almost three weeks. Yeah, almost three weeks, 18 days since the last Premier League fixture against Crystal Palace. Um, we obviously resumed after the winter break with an FA Cup fixture against uh, Cardiff at home. And that was kind of a good way to try and find some match sharpness again and get some rhythm going and then um, see where that takes us into this game. And boy, the odds before this game, the odds before um, Leicester and Liverpool played the FA Cup match, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have thought that Leicester would be coming in into tonight's game 11-1 to to win at Anfield. If you if you're wondering why it was eleven to one, it's due to the fact that Leicester lost four one away to Nottingham Forest. They're also dealing with injury crisis with centre backs Vardy out um, for four six weeks, Johnny Evan out for six weeks, um, and and some other players suffering injuries. So they're still dealing with the same injury crisis that they had. Like in January or December, I I don't think they've ever had a fully fit squad at any one point. Bertrand injured, all all these type of things here, um, and whereas Liverpool on the other side, they come back in with practically a full strength squad. Um, the only absentee, which I'll I'll talk about in a li- little bit, um, there was yeah there was one absentee, but. Other than that, Liverpool, for the very first time in a long time, having a fully fit squad halfway through the season. And Jurgen Klopp even uh, admitted himself, I've never had a team this strong with this much depth at this stage of any season in my managerial career. Which shows that Liverpool are showing intentions true intentions for something here. And we'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll deep dive into all of that. But yes, um, before kickoff, we obviously knew Manchester City had beaten Brentford, I believe, 2-0 at home. I was never expecting Brentford to get any kind of result. They've lost like, the last four league games on the bounce, even before that Leicester game. Um, and they had even Tony out with an injury and another striker out with an injury. So it was, it was practically just a... Um, try and play for a respectable scoreline kind of game. And especially at the Etihad where Man City tend to roll over teams. So, and against a championship team, they were obviously going to win. And, and, that, and that they did. So Liverpool were coming into this game, 12 points in, 12, with a 12 point gap, two, two games in hand, two, two games in hand, um, which means that, uh, they had one tonight, it would be nine points. And obviously, if they play their game in hand against Leeds, it'll be six points. So, uh, let's deep dive into the lineup and everything else. So, the lineup for today Ingo Allison, left back Robertson, centre backs Van Dyke, Matip, right back Trent Alexander Arnold, your midfield three Fabinho, Thiago, Curtis Jones. And up front, you had Jota, um, Firmino. And Luis Diaz, last but not least. So, yes, a Premier League debut for Luis Diaz. Um, he came on as a sub against Cardiff. 
and was an instant impact with an assist for the third goal, which helped uh, Takumi Minamino slot it away. And, um, yeah, the fact that we integrated Diaz straight away means that Klopp thinks that um, he doesn't need to get used to Premier League intensity. You don't need to ease him in. Because we've had signings under the Klopp era where he's, he's eased them in, but he's never gone full throttle. We've not wasted any time with uh, Luis Diaz by starting him. It could be due to the fact that Sadio Mane is still in Senegal or is due to arrive back today, um, obviously helping his nation win their first ever African Cup of Nations. And, uh, and um, it's been, uh, was it the pre- their president declared that day a bank holiday to celebrate such a historic moment? And rightly so. And yeah, and Salah came back uh, to Liverpool Tuesday morning. He looks very angry, very, very, very vexed. But um, he's had you see there was images of Klopp and him talking, so they were obviously talking about moving forward for the second half of the season. And Salah came back on the bench, and our bench was quite stacked to be honest. We had the likes of Kanati, Simicus. Salah, Elliot, Cater. You've never seen. I've. I. I can't remember a, a bench that strong, and and of no Henderson due to the back injury, and I think he had a back injury because there was one tackle where he felt really awkward on his back, and I think he looked fine the rest of the game, but maybe the after effects of that played a toll, and that's probably what caused um, him to sit out of this game. But even with that, without Henderson. Our best midfield, personally, does not involve um, Jordan Henderson. Our best midfield, personally, in terms of just balance, is just Fabinho, Thiago and Keita. But Keita not getting that chance, that chance going to Curtis Jones. Maybe it was kind of a club saying to Curtis Jones, hey, this is your last, this is really your last chance to show me something. I have Elliot back. I have Oxlade-Chamberlain. That wants to kick down the door. I have, um, I have uh, Henderson, obviously captain at Liverpool. Like these midfield options here, these are what this is what Curtis Jones having to compete with, and the fact he's even been given that chance because I wasn't even that convinced in his Cardiff game. There was things that he was doing that was not impressing me, and I was hoping that was just just lack of match sharpness, but. Uh, we'll talk about Curtis Jones in this game as well. So, yeah. So anyway, so the game starts now. First half notes. Um, the first thing I remember, kind of like a, I don't know if it's like eight minutes in or something like that. I'd say there was kind of a clear cut chance, or well, not clear cut chance, a halfish chance, half chance for Leicester. Um, there was a time when Matip, I don't I don't know if it's because we tried to counter press Leicester. Early in the first half, but there was a time where Matic just came out of position quite early and to I think to close down Lookman, but then he pulled himself out of position and Lookman found Madison and Van Dyke found himself trying to deal with a defender with an attacker to his Patson Dakar or allow Madison to close the angle on um to close the angle on him to shoot. And then um he kind of finds a sort of balance before uh, Alisson makes a good save. And there was even a time just three minutes before that where Lookman and 
Madison played a one two and, and it wasn't really like Liverpool's defence were trying to close them down that time and I think that's probably got created some sort of earliest rhythm for them. Um yeah, and then Liverpool have a chance, I'd say about I think it was sixteen minutes in, a cross in from Robinson in high in the air, probably overhit a little bit, but then the ball finds Trent and Trent could have ideally hit this on the volley with his right foot. I don't think there was a Leicester player closing him down, but he controls it on his right foot. He takes it to his left foot. He shoots with his left foot and um, Schmeichel saves it. And you're going to hear a lot of Schmeichel saves it in this podcast. So, uh, that, that it, yeah. Spoiler alert if you haven't watched the game or listened to the game already. Um, yeah, so that was one of those moments. And then um, I remember another chance... Probably a little bit later in the game, 34 minutes in. Well, not just any chance, it was a key chance, actually. My mistake. So we didn't really get a key chance till the 34th minute. A ball whipped in from Trent's right-hand side. Ball fans, Van Dyke's head. He said, keeper saves it, but he palms it away right into Diogo Schotter. Jotter the slaughter. Um... Oh, he wears the number 20. That guy slots it in. 1-0 Liverpool. Very nice to see. And and to be honest, that goal was needed because I was the first half an hour, I was getting Cardiff vibes again. Just like, again, Anfield atmosphere was a little bit better than Sunday, but it was still quiet. And from when rival fans are singing, is there fire jewel? It's really concerning because what I was told on social media was that oh, Liverpool fans ain't going to be awake for a 12 o'clock kickoff on a Sunday. I said, cool, that's fair enough. But this is a Thursday evening game, 7.45. You've waited 18 days to watch Liverpool play a competitive Premier League match. The atmosphere should have been rocking and it wasn't really rocking like that. Um, so yeah, that was the 34 minutes in. Key goal there. And there was another chance where I think we tried to do some build-up play. Then Thiago tries an audacious overhead kick from outside the box, goes wide. But in general, in terms of individual performances, let's talk about uh, Diaz. Diaz looked very comfortable and I I, I loved his intensity that he set um, when Liverpool were in possession. Just things like driving with the ball... Just looking up, finding the player, not ball hogging too much, but making sure you're releasing the ball at the right moments. There was times where he was coming in narrow. Um, I don't know if that's because he was just trying to impose himself and declare his abilities to his teammates so that they trust him. Because typically, if it was a Robertson Mane connection, you see Mane out wide way more. But Diaz was roaming in central, and I, I can't. I, I don't know if that was a tactical thing or whether that was just. Klopp saying, if you want to express yourself, this is how you kind of express yourself without making sure you lose um, too much defensive positioning. Um, but yeah, it, it was coming off quite well. I was really impressed. Um, the only the only downside, I'd say, I don't know, not, not to do with Diaz, just to do with Liverpool's um, fluidity, is that when we, when we had the ball, um, there was just no overlapping runs. No overlapping runs. And may, and I think the reason why, because up front, 
You had Firmino Central, Luis Diaz left wing, Jota playing right wing. When does Jota ever play right wing? Typically, obviously during uh, uh, Mane and Salah's absence, you've had Jota play on the left wing. And yeah, he's a little bit used to more cutting in on the left. But I feel like Jota, Jota probably knew that he he was practically anonymous because up until that goal, I almost forgot Jota was playing. If, uh, and if he was picking up the ball, his, his back would always be turned. And it would just, just to be to relay possession and just keep things ticking. But that's not the Jota you want to see. There weren't really enough off-the-ball runs. And you weren't really seeing... And I think that's why... Because you're so used to Van Dijk pinging in diagonal balls. But he usually does it for Salah. But in this instance, Jota was just... Jota's too used to having the ball to feet. And I think... Um, Again, that's something he just has to work on again. I, I, I've said it numerous times on previous podcasts where he just needs to work on off-the-ball movement. Not not in terms of in the box, but outside the box, around the box. If he works on that, he would improve his game tenfold. Because as you saw with the opening goal, he's he knows just where to naturally stand to... And the ball just comes to him every time, and he will slot this, and he'll slot the ball away in the corner every time. Um, at the time of the first goal, I called Jota the best poacher in the league, and and he is. He's got at that time that was eleven goals in all competitions. It's only it's only him and Salah who are on double figures in the Premier League in terms of goals scored. So that was really impressive from Jota. Um, Curtis Jones, I was hoping. That first half, um, that he would express himself more, but he actually expressed himself quite less. It was more like Diaz expressing himself more. I don't, and I don't know why he played such a reserve type performance. It was a bit confusing. Um, like he would just he would pick up the ball, try and dribble, but realize if he can't dribble past the player, he would just play it sideways again. Whereas this was the game where we needed you to really like be a little bit more ambitious. Yes, Thiago and Fabinho, it wasn't the typical two number six. We had Thiago playing on the left side of the midfield three in like a number eight role. But I don't really think it was working that well for Thiago. Even though he was he was finding passes, sure. He was doing those disguised passes which was working well. But the true Thiago the best Thiago flow is when he's playing in a deeper, almost joint number six role with Fabinho and he's allowed to orchestrate more. But I think maybe it's the fact that he he has come back from injury. It's only been seven weeks. And yeah, this was his first start in God knows how long, two months. So to get that rhythm again, it will take time. So that it could be, it, it could be one of those issues there. Um, for me, no, he was just... Pff, just dribbling wasn't coming off for him, um, for the most part. The first half, it wasn't until after like the after the goal happened where he kind of found himself in the right areas, and then he did have a shot at goal from a tight angle. I think Diaz lays lays off a a ball from a tight angle. Keeper saves it. Um, and yeah, that was pretty much the first half. It wasn't Leicester didn't really. Uh, make too much of a threat uh, to our defensive back line. So I think defensively we were quite sound. It was just on the ball. We just needed things to... We just needed off-the-ball runners. And that's what Liverpool were just lacking. And 
Yeah, obviously Jota playing in the out position, Diaz debut, all these things to account for. But the fact Liverpool had the lead at half time, I wasn't really worried. So yeah, and then uh, second half, Liverpool's kind of step up a gear bit. I remember Jota, Jota again. This time we put Jota on the left. I think we put Diaz central and Firmino kind of on the right. Or maybe there'll be times where uh, Diaz and Firmino were kind of switching every now and then between um, central areas and right. Um, but yeah, there was a time where I remember Jota dribbling, cutting in from the left. Keeper makes a save. Um, and then another build-up play between CJ and um, Robertson that we tried to cross the ball in and it was blocked. Um, Diaz having a couple ISO ball situations where... He's 1v1, but he kind of really, he half does it. He half tries to take on the player, then lays it off. But I think that's just him trying to assess, okay, how fast are these Premier League defenders off the ball? Because physically, he was dueling with them quite well. He was up for the physical battle. He was, I was even seeing slide tackles from Diaz in the early part of the second half. Um, so the physicality to prove himself, I, I, I see it, I see it, and... He, he had me convinced. It was almost as if he was playing for us a, a month into uh, his Liverpool career. Not even a week into his Liverpool career. Um, yeah, and then uh, I'm trying to think what, what else happened. Um, yeah, then after that, oh yeah, the key sub, obviously. Um, between that 45 and 60 minutes, you got Mo Salah... Warming up heavily on the bench, um, on the sideline, sorry. He had his trackies on, then he had his trackies off. Then he warmed up harder to try and get Klopp's eye to get him to come on. Then 60 minutes, Klopp says, all right, let's spoil, let's spoil the Anfield fans. So not only does Salah get ready to come on, Harvey Elliott comes on to make his Premier League uh, first Premier League appearance since that horrific ankle injury back in... Early part of September. Curtis Jones rightfully comes off because I just don't think he was asserting himself at all. Firmino rightfully comes off because I don't think Firmino, really and truly, he's at the stage of his career where he's going to be a better player off the bench than coming, coming, off on the, coming off the bench to make an impact than when he starts. And a commentator made a stat saying Firmino hasn't scored a Premier League goal at Anfield in 14 months. If that doesn't tell you Firmino's decline, I don't know what else will. So that's what we were dealing with. But yeah, Salah comes on, uh, Elliot comes on. And then uh, there was a time where I remember Diaz turned all Brighton. He dribbles with the ball. Then he's in a 1v1 situation with Thomas Partey. Not Thomas Party, Thomas Amati, sorry. Um, but Amati kind of jockeys him wide and then Diaz tries to shoot left foot, but it doesn't hit the target. Um, and then, yeah, 68th minute, Salah finally gets a chance. Uh, nice bit of play between Elliot and Salah. Salah uh, Elliot just plays a little five-yard ball into Salah's into the 18-yard box. From a tight angle, Salah turns past um, Luke Thomas, turns past in Diddy, he shoots near post, uh, keeper saves it. So I was like, <sighs> another save, and then um, 
trying to think of what else happened. Oh yeah, then the key key chance. Um, Wolfred and Diddy misplaced pass. Finds Salah. Salah turns the defender. He's running in on goal. He's running. He's running. And then this is this is the clear cut chance moment. And then he's getting closer to the ball. Go uh, closer to the eighteen yard box. Then Cassius Michael slowly comes out. Then Salah tries to chip Schmeichel with his right foot. I don't know why he doesn't just shoot on his left or toe pokes it or something. Just do something unorthodox. But he tries to dink it past Schmeichel on his weaker foot. Not enough power or leverage to get it over him. Jasper Schmeichel saves it and then um, there's a follow-through tackle afterwards. But VAR check says oh, it's, it's not worthy. And then uh, three minutes later, again, Elliot lays off the ball to Salah. He cuts in on his left, 18, just outside the 18-yard box. He curls it in, ball hits the crossbar. And from the angle I watched it in, I thought, okay, the ball just going wide. But then it just swerved in, like, l- swerved last minute, just hit the crossbar. And you can tell this is a Salah that's just, he wants, he wants that redemption. He, he's trying to immediately forget that this AFCON situation even happened. Uh, that's how much he wanted to score, um, and then the then we would and then we were just relentless with our counter pressing. Um, Fabinho much better second half performance where he's just stopping any attacks from Leicester, winning the ball of Madison constantly, tackling Ian Nacho constantly. Um, he done he done very well in that department. Um, what else happens? <laughs> Uh, yeah, then the one chance Leicester had from Ian Nacho, um, yeah, he was in like a one v one dribbling situation with Matip, but it was kind of a half chance. He shoots and it goes wide, but that was really Leicester's really only chance in the second half. Uh, um, the the majority of the second half was just Liverpool constantly overwhelming Leicester, uh, with possession in in their own half, which is what you want to see. And then uh, finally, 87th minute, um, Liverpool have a corner, ball is kind of cleared. And then Liverpool are, are passing the ball around with the defenders still kind of trying to create any second phase play. Um, Matic picks up the ball, he lays it off to Jota. Jota just turns, shoots instinctively. And Casper Schmeichel should have definitely saved this one. I don't know how he didn't save this one. And he saved a lot of shots today, but the one way he should have routinely saved... He just gets his bearings wrong. It kind of comes off his forearm. And then the ball rolls into the net. 2-0 Liverpool. 17 goals in all competitions for Diogo Jota. 12 league, twelve Premier League goals for Jota this season. Um, it could be Jota versus Salo for Golden Boot. That's how it's looking. But I uh, earlier I said Jota's the best uh, poacher in the Premier League. Right now he's the best poacher in the world. The way this guy is so instinctive. With knowing how to pick up the ball, knowing where the ball is going to be, or knowing where to position yourself in the box to get give yourself the most advantage, to give yourself the biggest advantage to score, it's just world class. And I don't, I wonder how he learned that trait, or oh, because uh, he never really had that in his game at Wolves. Suddenly at Liverpool, he knows how to implement it. But like I keep saying, his areas are for improvement. Um. The decisive passing needs to work on, dribbling needs to work on, but the fact that he's just so instinctive in the box, you can almost forgive him. You can forgive him for it. 
Because the, the majority of Jota goals have literally been instinctive moments. And, um, yeah, all praises go to him. And then we make the final sub. Diaz comes off after a solid debut. Very impressive debut. Liverpool fans will be very impressed with just his tenacity, the work rate, the 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 ability to try things and just show that I'm ready to prove myself. And, it's a, and you can tell the recruitment from Liverpool has been top-notch here. And give him time. And give him time and you'll see what he's about. And this is before even Sadio Mane comes back. So this is what Sadio Mane is going to have to compete with for a spot on the left-hand side of the wing. And this is the squad depth that Liverpool have been craving, really. So Because we know Salah can raise his game at any one moment. But Sadio Mane has had a literal... His competition has been Minamino. And Minamino doesn't do enough. Origi doesn't do enough. Chamberlain doesn't do enough. But this Diaz has got 16 goals in 22 games before he came to Liverpool. And he's got now... Uh, He's now played his second game. He's got one assist from the opening from the FA Cup game. He's so far, one in two in terms of assists. Um, the goal didn't come yet, but it, I'm sure he'll get plenty of chances. And we got Burnley Sunday and then Inter Milan Wednesday. So I'm sure he'll be featured in one of the two games. Uh, so, yeah, things are looking good for Liverpool. Um, we closed the gap to nine points. Um, got the game in hand against Leeds at some point, end of the month. And yeah, we just try to keep the pressure on. And yeah, it's it's nice that Liverpool got full full squad. Uh, Alisson gets a clean sheet. He didn't really have to do much today, Alisson. Other than the first half, uh, dealing with the half chances. Second half was really comfortable for him. Really comfortable. And you just got to thank Van Dijk and, uh, and Matip for uh, much sensational performances. Fabinho cutting up passing lanes and just... Making sure Madison doesn't uh, provide anything or Tielemans as well doesn't provide anything. Um, you know, he's an out-of-form Leicester, but without without that spine, it could have been a different result. So, But we think Jota, who I have to give man of the match, being getting in those excellent positions and putting the ball away. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, thank you for listening to LFC Reactions. Um I'm not sure, unfortunately, whether I can do a Burnley episode. Um, if I manage to do it, it'll be great. Because I've got some uh, external things to deal with, basically. So, it's looking 50-50 whether I can do that episode. If I can't do it and you don't hear from me on Sunday, you'll definitely hear from me. You wait for Champions League um, and to Milan. I'll definitely be covering that game. I can't miss that game. It's a crucial, it's a crucial one, especially for Liverpool. So, so yeah, thank you guys for listening to LFC reactions. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And yeah, looks like the games will be coming thick and fast in the month of February. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Take care and peace.